Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi-straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, juice. Sounds fake, but but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod! Oh no, um, um, um. I have one. Okay. Queer lady, my arm alive. Sarah, I cannot believe you just <laughs> voluntarily did that. I thought of that a couple days ago. You have stooped like... so low. You hate the m'uz so much. I know I do. But you really but don't, do you? It, and I was like, "See, doesn't it feel good?" Uh, Speaking of things that feel good, what are we talking about this week? We are doing an all juice episode. So much juice. Here's the thing. So, um, when you hear this episode, it will be fucking. Who knows? December 22nd. Hmm. Merry almost Christmas. Uh, almost Christmas. Uh, we are recording it on December 9th. Yes. For reasons. Um, those reasons being that I am driving my car to California, apartment hunting, and coming back for the holidays, but I can't record an episode while I'm doing that because I can't just bring my mic with me. <laughs> I mean, we could do the car cast that I've always wanted, but only one of us in a car, but whatever. My sister would be there, too. (laughs) Oh my god, a guest. Perfect. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so we have to record two tonight. Um, And because of this upcoming shenanigans and this upcoming move, I'm very stressed, and my mental health reflects that. So usually I have a lot of juice. And... Kayla suggested doing this, and I was like, huh, what a what a bad time to do that. But you know what? It's a good time. It makes me think about juices. Yes. It's forcing me to think about juices. <laughs> uh, so bear with me, kids. <laughs> I want to shout out the podcast Wonderful, which mm-hmm. is a McElroy family product. But basically, every episode of that podcast is this. Where they each have, like, two things that they think are really cool. And then they, like, talk about them in depth and, like, do research or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you're into this, um, we're copying it and you should go listen to them. Yeah. Uh, I will also say that I think Kayla f- prepared more than me on this one. On a, in a wild turn of events. Yeah. So um, I am going to make you go first. Okay, do we want, so we each, or I don't know what we have, I don't know what you have, but we talked about doing one that was like ace-related and then one other one. Yes, so mine is kind of both, and then if you make me do another one, I'll come up with something on the spot. (laughs) Okay. My- So you go first. First ace one is that Yasmin Benoit. We did this last week. Still don't know if that's her last name. And by last week, we mean an hour ago. (laughs) So I still don't know. Was on the cover of Attitude Magazine. Mm -hmm. Slash, like, in it, that came out for us 
like a week ago for you. I don't know. Three um, weeks ago. <laughs> sure. So, I think... Hello? Uh, yep. I'm okay, just... couldn't hear. Got scared again. I think... I just stopped saying that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think this is the first time an ace person, at least an openly ace person, she's also Arrow, was on the cover mm-hmm. of, like, a queer magazine, mm-hmm. which is what Attitude Magazine is, mm-hmm. which is just very exciting to it have is. that representation and also that acceptance from the queer community at large. Yes. She was featured with other activists, which is really cool because she's an activist. Um, yes, she is. So I just wanted to talk about a few things about her. I don't know, like, a ton about her besides, like, stuff that she talks about often and what I read in the small blurb. Because it costs money to get the magazine, and I would recommend that you buy it, but I didn't because I looked at it today. Anyway. <laughs> and do either of us have money? Great no. question. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, exciting things is she's black, which is mm-hmm. cool because I think asexuality often is like looks very white on the outside. Yeah. And also, like, people of color are often just like even more sexualized than like your average woman. Yeah. Um, just like as the baseline. So that's very cool. Also, she's a lingerie model, which is like not what you would expect from an ace person, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool because it shows that like, you know, ace people can be whatever and look like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she started the hashtag. This is what asexual looks like, which is really cool. We've talked about that several times and how much we appreciated it. And it is very cool. Mm -hmm. and she just in her blurb the blurb that she posted at least from the attitude magazine she was talking about how she was a model because she wanted like more diverse bodies in the modeling space and then she like Mm -hmm. had a platform and would mention asexuality kind of casually and then started mentioning it more and then kind of small snowballed into her being activist and now she's like on the board of people on avon and like worked Mm -hmm. with avon to make the asexual bar during pride in the uk mm-hmm. which is cool um, we've never like talked to her no but Have well we? i dm'd her once oh that's fun and she was like I, there was something about if she wanted to be on the pod so i feel like we could get her on probably soon. just logistics with the time difference I'd like to be friends with her. <laughs> I would also like to be friends with her and have her agent. Um, yeah, so I just think it's really cool. I think one interesting thing that she mentioned in the Attitude magazine was that, like, the asexual community has kind of been, like, waiting for, like, more visibility to come. And she, her, she was like, my philosophy was kind of like, well, I'll go out and, like, actively try to get the attention. Don't get it, yeah. Which... I don't think that's feasible for everyone, obviously. Like, Mm -hmm. not everyone is obviously able to, like, actively go out and do that. Like, they're not in the position. And become a full-time activist. Right. Or just, like, out themselves at all. Or, like, you know, like, it's not possible for everyone to do anything but sit and wait. But Mm -hmm. I think it is cool that she saw that she had the opportunity and was like, well, I'm going to do this then if other people won't or can't. So. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I think anyone who listens to this podcast, if you are, like, kind of more embedded in 
A-spec communities, you probably already know who she is. I um, should imagine so, yeah. Yeah, but if you're not, I would, or even if you are, but you just want to, she's great. You should learn about her and follow her and tell her to be on this podcast. Well, <laughs> we could definitely her. tell her ourselves. <laughs> we could. But you could also tell her. Yeah, I think she's a, a very good um, ambassador for Yes, it's very community. cool. That is cool. Is that is that your first one? That's my first one. Okay. So my thing, as we were talking about what to do in this episode, I was like, <laughs> my mental health has not been great recently. <laughs> so let's think back on... 2019 and what my juice has been in 2019 the podcast the good place the podcast at the end of every episode they do what they say like what's good um and so i was thinking of it kind of in that sense because i was like okay what is good like not just like things i like things that are juicy but like what what is good and so i was thinking back on 2019 because it's the end of the year what the fuck and here's what i think because i was like okay Talking openly about mental health is a good thing. And I think I have made a lot of progress in my life recently in terms of my mental health. But then I was like, you know what? Here's here's a more specific thing. Are you ready? This is about to get earnest. Oh, no. I know. It's horrible, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I think forgiving oneself is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm not much of a grudge holder myself, uh, with a few rare exceptions. Like, I haven't been wronged in my life all that much, but the exceptions that I do have where I do hold grudges are usually when, like, someone I care about has been wronged and I'm, like, mad on their behalf. <laughs> Fair. Um, I'm not a super grudgy person on a personal level, but I... And I think this is true of a lot of people. Definitely get very frustrated with myself a lot. And then I kind of am just mad at myself. And that kind of festers. And listen, that doesn't help anything. Like, me being mad at myself because I slept too much. Because my mental health is not good right now. And I am the kind of person who just sleeps a lot when I'm depressed. Like that, being mad at myself for that is not going to help me solve any problems. And so I think, not just in regards to myself, but in regards to everyone else out there, I think forgiving yourself is a good thing. Whether it's like, I slept too much and I'm mad at myself. Or like, I punched my friend in the face and i regret it <laughs> like, oh <laughs> there's a kind of wide range you know but because i was thinking about okay so like i like because i'm not much of a grudge holder like i and when i am it's usually on someone else's behalf i was like okay so why do i hold the people i care about to a different standard than i hold myself like why <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh, no. like why am I holding grudges essentially against myself when I don't do it for to other people? And do you hold any grudges on my behalf? I said grudges. I didn't mean. Gr- <laughs> uh, I can't 
think of any. Should I be holding grudges on your behalf? Is there something specific I need to know about? No, I mean, I was thinking of a couple that, like, you could, but, like, probably not, because they weren't to, like, a very high degree. There's, anyway. like, one major one. <gasps> for me? Not for you, in general. Oh, dang it. I, so a couple months ago, I guess, um, I know I talked about the golden ratio, and I I mentioned when the dog Riley died, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I was listening to their podcast and Jen, who is the the mother of the dogs, um, she was very upset about how everything went down because essentially they they put Riley down, but she thinks she waited too long mm-hmm. um, and that she should have done it the day before. But she, like she said, that she was just kind of like being selfish and she wanted to keep him for longer, but he was suffering. And so she felt really guilty about that. And she was like, I don't think I'll ever be able to forgive myself for doing that. And I was listening to that and I was like, okay, here's the thing. I I believe that you say you're never going to forgive yourself for that because she was genuinely very upset about it. And she loved Riley very much. But then I was like, you know what? I forgive you for that because you were just doing your best. Like, you were doing the best you could, and I don't really think there's anything to forgive, but I do forgive you, ma'am. And so I messaged her on Twitter, and I told oh. her that. And I she, she did answer me because she answers most of the time. And I don't know if it made her feel any better or not, but I'm glad... It's still very nice, though. Yeah, I'm glad I did it because it was important to me that, like, she knows that, like, even if she doesn't forgive herself, I do. And even if I'm some random person who she's interacted with, like, three times on the internet, (laughs) like, it's still, like, like, I forgive you for this situation. And so as I was thinking about forgiving oneself, I thought of that and I was like, I think she should forgive herself for that. And I don't know if she will. But if I think she should forgive herself for that, then why am I, like, not forgiving myself for, like, this one time I opened the door to a stranger when I was eight years old? (laughs) Sarah, no. It haunts me. I know it does. (laughs) So, I think forgiving yourself is good. I think that's very good. It's something my therapist tells me all the time is giving myself grace. Mm-hmm. Because I always get very afraid of, like, fucking up at work, even though I'm, like, still quite new. And she's like, lady, ma'am, <laughs> chill out. Woman. Woman. Senorita. <laughs> I was about to say senorita, but that was from last week's episode. Well, they'll have heard it. Okay. They'll know. It's a joke now. Get on board. Senorita. Senorita. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. And I think... I think it does relate to the ASPEC community and queerness in general because a lot of times people's thoughts about their sexuality at the beginning can be very negative and they're like, why am I like this? Like, I wish I wasn't, blah, 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 blah. And they may be willing to forgive someone else who's thoughts and feelings on queerness have evolved but like they're they still just kind of hold it against themselves and it's like 
it's okay. And when I say it's okay, I don't mean like, it's fine that that happened. But I mean like, you have grown, you are acting in a different way now. And it's okay to let that go and just forgive yourself and be like, this is the path I'm on now. Being ace is cool. Exclamation point. Yes. Yes. So I think that's good. I agree. It's juicy. And sometimes I'm bad at it. And I think a lot of people are bad at it. (laughs) But that's okay. And you should forgive yourself for being bad at it too. You should. Like, for example, the, the worse my mental health is... The more I do things that I get mad at myself about. And this morning I woke up super late and then stayed in my bed a really long time. And then I went to the gym, but I was like, I literally, I very much half-assed it. Like I quarter-assed it at the gym. But I was like, you know what? It's okay. I forgive myself. You went. At least you went. That's true. You went and that's much more than I can say for myself. You left the house and yes. Yes. Didn't do some of the things on my to-do list. It's okay. That is the okay. The world is still turning. I didn't do some of the things on my to-do list this weekend, and that's fine. Sun still comes up in the morning. Except in Michigan, where it's overcast all the time. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> anyway. Okay. What's your other juice? My other juice? So this is just a fun one. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think about, I was like, what have I been enjoying lately? What have I been doing with my mm-hmm. time? And I was like, you know what I've been doing is playing a lot of The Sims. Oh, my God. We're <laughs> playing The Sims when when we see each other, right? Yeah. yeah. So another okay. thing, last week we talked about Sarah looking through Tinder for our mm-hmm. Patreon. Another thing I want to do while me and Sarah together are play a bunch of games like the rest of the KFC, my cat is drinking out of my water that's you have your own (laughs) ma'am billy she likes to stick her paw down into my cup and then bring it up and lick it off of her hand as if she couldn't just go to her bowl and get it direct from the source (sighs) chaotic neutral i she gets famous once and then just what a diva um what was i saying oh yeah another chaotic evil she's not chaotic evil she's chaotic good i think I think that particular action is chaotic neutral, though. Yeah, but, you know. Anyway. Um, Sarah, if you come to my house over break, you'll meet my cat. <gasps> I'm coming to your house. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, one of the things we're going to do when Sarah comes to my house, other than petting my cat and, and having her... And seeing deaf baby. And seeing deaf baby, my dog, is... Not only looking through Tinder, but I want to play a bunch of games. So we're going to finish the KFC dating sim. I want to play Dream Daddy. And I want to play Sims and all of these in an asexual way. And then hopefully we'll record many hours. And then every so often we'll put them on Patreon as a patron exclusive. Mm -hmm. Because we are content queens now. Sure. Uh, and I guess if anyone else has any other games that would be good for this endeavor, let me know. Let us know, like soon because by the time this pod comes out it will be happening very soon (laughs) yes uh yes so uh yeah anyway what oh yeah so sims (laughs) i forgot what we were talking about so sims i've been playing a lot of sims without any expansion packs because i'm poor um i just have the base game but maybe someone will get me it for christmas even though i didn't ask so i don't know who would anyway (laughs) It's very fun. So I wanted to talk about some things that I thought were fun about it. 
Mm-hmm. These are one f- fun thing. Well, okay. So it does make you, when you're making your sim, choose a gender. That sucks. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. a recent-ish update was that when you pick your gender, you can also pick whether your sim can get another sim pregnant or not, mm-hmm. which is basically how you choose to have a trans character. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I do think. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. 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 <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I think another fun thing is I think a lot of fandoms use Sims in fun ways. Like, mm. people will make characters from TV shows or, like, recreate, like, I mean, I know we're not a huge fan of Friends here in this house, but, like, people, mm-hmm. like, make the Friends apartment or, like, make the Harry mm. Potter castle or, like, and then make the characters wow. and then you put them up on the where at- <gasps> What if people made Sims of a... Oh my god. If you make play mine Sims, the lightest skin color you can If you make. play The Sims, you should please make us and then put us in the gallery with the hashtag SoundsFakePod. <laughs> what if people oh do god. it? Because you can, you can make Sims or houses and then put them in the gallery. And then other people can download them. Just some information. My eyes are blue. <laughs> uh, there's pictures of us on the internet, Sarah. Oh, but you can't know, make I your eye make do sure the weird know. thing. Yeah, no. Can't. Sad. Um, anyway, so that's cool. Is it's like an outlet for fandoms of like you can make your favorite characters and then you can play them. And it's like that is you're cool. playing a fanfic. That's kind of yeah. fun, I think. There's also a very fun community. I'm a big fan of watching people play Sims online. I think mm-hmm. it's just very like soothing. I like people. Mm-hmm. I like watching people play video games in general because I just find it very entertaining. But mm-hmm. Sims is extra fun. You can watch people like make a house. What could be more fun than that? Yeah, I think, so my favorite part of Sims is creating the characters. <laughs> that is very um, fun. Because that is, that is my cup of tea. Like, we used to play Sims with our neighbor across the street. Um, and uh, she and my sister would get mad at me because I would take too long to design my character. How long does it take you to name them? So long. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's, like, my thing is naming yeah. things and, like, coming up with characters. That's my shtick. And so... I, that's my favorite part. And I think sometimes the actual playing of The Sims can stress me out a little bit. It used get... to stress me out a lot. And I think I've gotten mm. better at it, which is exciting. Mm. Well, that is the good thing about just like watching other people play it is you don't have to worry about it. Like if they set that their kitchen true. on fire, that's their problem. <laughs> I set my kitchen on fire the other day. Oh my God, oh, no. I thought all my Sims were going to die. And then my elder Sim died, but then we pleaded with the Grim Reaper and she came back to life. She's super going to die soon though. Oh man! And anyway. I love how you can plead with the Grim Reaper. You can. You can also like flirt I know with can. him. It's very wild. <laughs> you can like flirt with Santa. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> so I think that's yeah. The community's fun. There's like a lot of fun challenges. Like Kelsey on BuzzFeed has been doing the hundred baby challenge for almost a year, and those are some of my favorite videos on YouTube. They come out every Saturday, and it's very exciting. And it's mm-hmm. just because that is a very stressful thing, but watching someone else do it is just very fun. Mm-hmm. So I like the community. I think that's very fun. Also, I think it allows you to like express yourself because these are like mm-hmm. humanoid things and you could like make yeah. yourself and then do whatever you wanted. You can have whatever job you want. You can have a relationship with whatever you want. You could not have a relationship. I feel like I've seen memes of people being like me when I was 14 watching two girl sims woohoo but like you didn't realize you were gay yet and you were like interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um so I just think that's cool that you can, like, 
kind of you can make have them, spiky hair. You can yeah, you can have without all having the hair. To <laughs> you can also there's like a wizarding world pack now where you can like become oh a wizard. God. You can become oh a vampire. God. I think there's like tree people. You can go to space. Oh my god. There's a university one now, which seems you a little can go too to real. Space? Yeah, you can like build one of the careers is astronaut, but you can also <gasps> just have uh we can explore the ace space thing, Sarah, when we play. Don't worry. Um, oh, my God. Um, yes. So there's, it's just a good way to express yourself, you know? That's fun. I Indeed. haven't played Sims in a long time. I recently found our uh, Sims 2 DVD oh, in my boy. house. But then I opened it up, and I realized the DVD was not in there. You know what game I miss? Devastating. What? Diner Dash. I don't think I know that. Oh, you have this little waitress, and all of these people come into the restaurant, and you have to, like, take their order and bring their food, but if you wait too long, they get angry and they leave. And then every time you, like, use your money to, like, upgrade your restaurant, so then it ends up looking, like, very nice. And you move on to another shitty restaurant, and you make that all nice. And you have, like, this restaurant empire. So and then there's, a, like... a restaurant owner who is also yeah, a waitress? Yeah, but it's, like, fun. And, like, there's different characters, and some of them are, like... If this lady sits next to the crying baby, she gets extra mad. So you have to, like, figure yeah. out how to, like, seat people in the right places and, like, wow. Jenga it all. Right. It's a very good game. I miss it. Okay. Okay. You know what was a good game? Temple Run was a good game. Temple Run is a good game. So, 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 oh, hello? Subway <laughs> Surfer. Also a good Don't game. Don't know that one. It's like Temple Run. Okay. Let's talk about good game. Fruit Ninja. Good uh, I like when you go to arcades and they have the giant fruit ninja on the big. Oh, I've never done that. Oh, some arcades have it like on a big touch screen. You can play giant fruit ninja. I recently played pool. Pool and is was good. Bad at it. Yes, same. Uh, well, because the only other time I had played was with you freshman year. Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot we even did that. Yeah, and it took so long. Yeah. Well, but then at the end, me and my friend were just, like, using our hands to just, like, fling pool balls across the table and, like, try and get them, try to knock them into each other and get them into the holes. And that was honestly funner. That's good. I like the iMessage games. Mmm. Battleships. Um, what? I like battleships, except I don't like how on iMessage you can't have battleships kitty corner to each other. I also, because that's such a good strategy. Yeah. But that is, as someone in a long-distance relationship, I play a lot of iMessage pool (laughs) as a way of communication. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, What games do I have on my phone currently? Why don't we play more iMessage games? I don't know. I'm going to play you right now. I was literally doing that. What should we play? I don't know. What do you want to play? Um, I'm very good at pool now, so be careful. I've played a I'm lot of pool. I'm not good at pool. Let's play. I don't, I'm really bad at mini golf, even though I've played a lot of mini golf. Let's play, play pong. Let's play pong. <laughs> okay. I won has... three consecutive games of pong over the weekend. Oh, wow. No, we can't both ah, send we both it. just requested each other. Okay, we can't do this during the pod anyway. <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> Wait, I was um, looking at the games on my phone to find good games. I don't have games on my phone because uh, I get obsessed with them, and then I dedicate my whole life to them. So Bejeweled I have not- is good. 
I have Did not you... had games on my phone since I had an iPod Touch. <laughs> That's sad. Did you, in school, in typing class, we had, like, sometimes free time, and there was computer mm-hmm. games, and there was this one where you had, like, a bunch of fish in an aquarium, and you, like, had to feed them before they died, and then they would get bigger, and then every so that often the big monster would come, and you'd have to fight it so it didn't kill your fish, and then that after the familiar. fish pooped money, and they used the money well, to get, like, <laughs> fancy other fish that would give you other things. And that sounds familiar. It's a very good game that Except I played as a money. child. No, but that's, like, the main thing is that they give you money. I don't remember that. Um... You know what game I I never got to play? Because uh, in elementary school, we did this thing called SAC, which is just like school-age care. It's like latchkey, um, Uh where you just stay after school because your parents aren't home. And um, they had one computer (laughs) because uh, it was the early 2000s. (laughs) And um, they had... um, What's that? game where you cross you go west oh Oregon Trail. die of dysentery yeah i never played <laughs> that either i never played it because i was not um aggressive enough to be like oh, i want the computer typical today, you know like because there was only one computer and everyone yeah. wanted to play it and it was usually like the fourth and fifth graders who got it Same. and my sister played it sometimes but i was never aggressive enough to claim claim the computer i had one and i forgot <sighs> Um, as a kid, I used to play on Word Paint a lot, or, like, Paint, Microsoft so Paint good. a lot. You, you know what, um, Benjamin Ibarra would, um, would, would juice tabletop games. <laughs> That's true. Tabletop You're games welcome, are good. You're welcome, Benjamin. <laughs> good job, Benjamin. I like Uno, but with my family's rules. I like Uno, but with my friend's rules, where when one person gets down to Uno, everyone teams up against them and tries to see what card they have. <laughs> fun and then we all work I, together we play it where there are points but we do it wrong mm. so the way you're supposed to do points is all of the cards are worth a certain amount of points and then at the end of the game everyone counts up their points and then the way it's supposed to work is the person who won gets all of their points and the goal is to get as many points as possible my family does it where your goal is to have as few points as possible by the end of however many games you play. So, like... That's definitely you, how you're supposed to play it, Sarah. It's wrong. I thought that for most of my life also. But you're supposed to have less points. No, 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 no. I know. But I'm just saying, like, if you play multiple games... hmm Like, technically, the way you're supposed to have someone, like, win... The group of games is to have a lot of points, but the way I do it, and I know a lot of other people do this too, because I've heard of other people doing this, is to have as few points as possible. So then, basically, before you go out, if you're going to win, you try and dump as many points on people as possible, and you're like, Mm. you save your draw fours till the very end. Interesting. And then you make them draw four right before you win. That's very sad. (laughs) I Even also like spoons. In my hand. Spoons is good. Spoons is good. I think um, I played a lot of the game of war as a child. War is good. I Every time I play euchre, I have to be retaught. Euchre is good. Poker is not good because I when I was poker. taught by my family, they were mean to me because my parent or my family are, is very aggressive with cards and I got sad, so I stopped playing. Uh oh. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm kind aggressive. of I'm kind of a bad Michigander. I haven't played probably more than two or three games of Euchre in my I've life. played a lot of Euchre. <laughs> oh, I've remembered. Um, Mavis Beacon is what I, it's not technically a game, but it's how I learned to type. We Recent- used type to learn. Oh, gross. Yeah. Um, but I recently heard someone else on a podcast talking about Mavis Beacon. I got very excited because every time I mention Mavis Beacon, no one knows what I'm talking about. But it was like I know basically a bunch of like games to help you learn how to type. And I mm-hmm. beat it because my words per minute were so high. So my typing teacher like reset my typing speed to like a thousand. So I would not break it again because she was like, I don't want to deal with you anymore. <laughs> but I beat Mavis Beacon, that bitch. Yep. I'm a we, good typer. They, did you have the things where they would put, like, the keyboard cover over the keys? Uh, like, so the orange squishy the thing? It made me so slow. Ours was black, but yes. Ours was orange, and it made squeaky sounds. Yeah. So it was, like, big and, and rubber. Like, I want to look at the fucking keys. Let me look at the keys. Who cares? <laughs> I was more annoyed by how clunky it made the situation. Yeah, it also made it harder to, like, press buttons. Didn't like it. Back in the day... You know what's wild? Okay. They probably don't need typing classes anymore. Or, like, in probably 20 years, you won't not. need them. Probably not. I mean, I think it's still important for people to learn how to type, like, with all of your fingers. Yeah, people, oh my god, people that use, like, two fingers, I can't. Yeah, I. so I was watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and they all, like, a lot of them type, like, kind of, like, hunt and peck, because it was just, like, not can't generally taught yet how to like type not that way and i was like imagine being the actor where it's like you know how to type i would have to like pretend to to not be able to i would die is that is that your second juice (laughs) just games question mark i guess so i mean you're the one that needs to come up with another one I told Kayla that if I was pressed to come up with another one, I would just say Dan Levy again. That's a cop-out. I'm trying... Okay. Dan Levy's so good, though. That's a cop-out. Um, um, oh, I thought of one earlier, and then I forgot, because I didn't write it down. Um, good. You know what I think is good? Mm-hmm. As much as I'm very scared to move out to Los Angeles, I think having friends who live there is good because we're just going to help each other make our way in the industry. I was talking to a friend today and we were like, yeah, the rules are no assholes, no egos, and no new friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which That's obviously is a joke. Seem very reliable. <laughs> but I'm just very grateful that from my um like program at my school and also from interning in LA in the past I know people who are nice people and they're not assholes and not a lot of them are queer which is nice it is nice <laughs> yeah as someone who moved far away without anyone um yeah yeah <laughs> seems nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, if you moved to Los Angeles... I'm not... I told you explicitly once that I would have gone wherever with you except for Los Angeles. <laughs> uh, if I gotta do it, you gotta do it. That's not true, actually. The podcasting hub of America. <laughs> that's that's true. 
<laughs> that wasn't a very long juice, and it was no, it wasn't not something I could really dive into. It's very short. Uh, I just it's I, I'm doing my best. Um, uh, uh, juice. I think drinking water is good. <laughs> drinking water is good, and I'm very bad at it. I went 19 years of my life not drinking water unless I was exercising. And then I went to Germany, and when I was with my host family, they never had milk that was appropriate for drinking. Oh my god, and, Sarah. Um, I didn't want to drink too much Coke, so I started drinking water. And now... I drink water. <laughs> That's like the one perk I think of having a desk job is that mm-hmm. I always just have a, I sit in like one to two places a day mm-hmm. and I always have a cup of water and I do mm-hmm. put flavoring in it because I'm a weenie. Weenie. But it's there. And so then I just have to, it's right there. And when I get bored, it. I just drink it. <laughs> you gotta drink it. Yeah. yeah. I just, um, I mean, me learning to drink water was maybe the most important thing I got out of my study abroad experience. That cannot be true. <laughs> it simply cannot. Water's good, though. You know what is not good? No. Places that have contaminated water still? It's 2019. Fuck that that's, shit. That's very Give bad. Flint and Newark and all these other places with black and brown communities that don't have good water, fucking figure it out, motherfuckers. I was talking to someone recently who is not from Michigan here in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and they were like, does Flint have water yet? And I was like, no. Um, no, actually. The answer is no. No. They, they don't. Uh, yeah. Little Miss Flint is like almost a fucking teenager these days. Yeah, she's old. And they she's not little anymore. Water. Yeah. It's bad. So, fucking hate that shit. Uh, supposed to be juices, Sarah. I know. I'm sorry. What happened? What happened? Turn it back around. <laughs> My brain happened. I there's this one candle that I really like. That's good. I also have a candle that I like. I can't tell you exactly what it is because I already packed it. <laughs> okay. But uh, it's three flavors and it's nice. Okay. It's, uh, it's like it's like something cinnamony and something like spiced rum or something. Sure. It's uh I'm gonna try and Google it. <laughs> Three layer candle. Three layer candle. Uh this is unpleasant to my ears. <laughs> it's gonna take too long to find it on the internet. I like I'm it. So tired. Candle. Listen, y'all, this is not our best content, but we're doing our best. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> and I forgive myself. And I also forgive myself. And I forgive you. <laughs> I also forgive you, Sarah. <laughs> what a moment. <laughs> I also forgive the audience for hating us. I forgive yeah, you. That's okay. That's valid. <laughs> that's okay. Unless you're being um, rude about it, then fuck off. Yeah, then fuck you. Um... <laughs> Anyway, good. That's that. I do want to say, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. You know what's because my juice, Sarah? What? The people who listen to this podcast 
Aww, that's so earnest. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I also that I I also find that to be juicy. Um. Yeah. Good. Good feeling, Sarah. <laughs> cool. Um. No, I think things are cool and fun, and that I have run out of things to say. Mm-hmm. What is our poll? What are your juices? Yeah, what are your juices of 2019? Give me those full year. Heck, give us a full decade of juices. Ooh, what are your, like, a, what's what's the Spotify thing? Year in but review. Wrapped. Juices of the decade. I was thinking the other day, I was like, I, because I had seen a couple people do this where they, like, put their favorite album from every year of the decade. As if I would know that answer. And I I have one for 2017 and that's it. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the Bleachers album from 2017, by the uh, way. That is. You know, I have a favorite album from whatever our freshman year was. Pentatonics? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's it though. It's a good album. <laughs> that's all. That's it. <laughs> um yeah. Too much good okay. music came out this year. I don't know. A lot of good music. This is normally where we do beef and juice, but... Can't. Can't. Whole episode is beef and juice. One beef, all juice. <gasps> I was supposed to, this week, tweet out that the shrimp was the manager. The shrimp was the manager. You can still do it. It's Monday. I will right now. Take us out, Sarah. Okay. <laughs> um, at Sounds Fake Pod everywhere. Tell us your things. Uh, My juice is that the shrimp was the manager. Yeah, uh, the shrimp was the manager. At work today, I said the whole thing because I, yes, do have the whole thing memorized, apparently. I believe you. I believe you. Um, (laughs) We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash soundsfakepod. My juice is our patrons. Our $2 patrons are Keith McBlain, Roxanne, Alice is in Space, Anonymous, Mariah Walter, Jonathan, Christopher T. Verdieri, Patrick Jackson, Andrew Yang, Nini, Courtney Jones, Eric B., Amanda Gentleman, Maddie, Purple Haze. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Rashitha Vinokota, Austin Lay, Drew Finney, Perifiero, D., Megan Rowe, Quinn Pollock, Emily Collins, Tim, Ryan Luciati, Mook Marble, Changing MX, Derek and Carissa, and Simona. Our $10 patrons are Kevin and Tessa at Dirty Uncle Kevin at Tessa underscore M underscore K. Arknas would like to promote Trevor Project, Benjamin Ibarra, who, as I mentioned, would like to promote tabletop games. <laughs> Anonymous would like to promote Halloween. Sarah McCoy, who would like to promote podcasts from a planet weird. My Aunt Jeannie, who would like to promote Christopher's Haven. Our $15 patrons are Nathaniel White, NathanielJWaitDesigns.com. Uh, Julie, my mom, Julie, that's my mom, who would like to promote free mom. <laughs> Sarah Jones, who is at Eternal Lolly Everywhere. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote driving across the country with your sister. <laughs> that's a good one. That's what I'm doing. Um, thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Winter Solstice. Happy Boxing Day. Happy, uh, what's the thing I looked up two weeks ago? I don't know. Festivus. Thank you for listening. Oh, I already said that part. Tune (laughs) Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. Until then, take good care of your Christmas and Hanukkah and everything cows. Okay. Okay.